Hello. Hi. Um, so I have Leora um, from Winsome Kind and Jean from Faithless Town. Um, and I am excited to talk to you guys today because um, since I started doing music for all, so many of the people that I was talking to were solo artists and they were encountering a lot of problems like finding either um, people within the industry to help them that were kind of like-minded or at least like open-minded to having like controversial views um, of any kind and um, or just like other musicians to collaborate with. And so um, then right when I've been starting to think more about like solutions and how to move forward, y'all put a track out together called Bride, which is just incredibly wholesome um, about Jean's wife is my understanding, correct? That's correct. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I wrote it like right before I proposed to her. Oh my goodness, that's very, very sweet. Um, and so I wanted to talk to you all about that um, first, um, just like how you guys found each other um, and how um, even just kind of like the nitty gritty of like collaborating from, from far away and doing the music video. Um, so if you guys wanted to talk about that some, that would be great. Over to you, Jean. You're, this is your baby. This is your awesome project. You you started out. All right, fair enough. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so like you mentioned, Camilla, Camilla uh, I wrote the song as kind of a love letter to my wife. I actually had the chorus, I had the lyrics, and I I, uh, I think I had the line, and you know, uh, I'll be always at your side. And I couldn't. I was like, what rhymes with side? And she was like, you know, uh, say that you'll be my bride. Like <laughs> I was like, say that you'll be what? And she. It's like came up with bride and that's like really how i knew this was the one um <laughs> yeah i just wanted to do something really special for it because you know, i love the way the song turned out and i wanted i wrote it as a duet and i didn't know who was gonna i love my wife and uh she likes to sing in the shower and in the car but she you know she self-admittedly is not a, a a singer so i was like trying to find the right female voice to be her voice in the in the song and I discovered Winsome Kind because I saw Scott, Leora's husband, do a cover of a Five Times August song that got posted on Instagram or some, some social media platform. And I thought he did a terrific job with it. And then I was like, oh, this guy is also in this folk duo called Winsome Kind with his wife. And so that's how I discovered Leora and her beautiful voice and the amazing harmonies that her and Scott create together with their music. And I was just sold. I was like, I'm just going to reach out to her and uh, reach out to them and see if they'd be open to this collaboration, see if Leora would be kind enough to let, lend her voice to the project. And I just hit them up on social on Instagram. And here we are. Well, Leora, have you been having um, obviously y'all are like out and about like you're, you're journeying around a lot. Like, have you um, have y'all been having trouble, I guess? finding other musicians near you or is it just because you're always on the go it doesn't really matter um yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't describe trouble in in any of my experiences except for maybe just you know those those life journeys where you find yourself in circumstances that you have to navigate um uh we we were in Mexico for eight months uh last winter and then um we came back here to to free birth our, we had a free birth with our daughter and and we've been writing and recording this whole time so I guess it was sort of just a natural yes um because you know we're li 
funny the circumstances right we're living in this this camper with our our three children and on on an adventure and currently recording our next album which is all about connection you know and finding finding people and loving people anyway and you know um at first, I, I, okay, I will admit, Gene and I haven't really actually spoken that much. No, this is all. the first time we've actually even uh, spoken face to face. Like she sent me like voice memos and we've emailed back and forth. Yeah. And, yeah. Because, you know, time, this is sort of my self-care time right now, just being away from baby and, and um, the boys are just playing at the, na at the neighbor, you know, out in the forest here. <laughs> um. So uh, I've been pretty careful with with taking on extra things, especially after you have a baby. You know, you it's such a special a special time uh, for me, and it's so intimate, and all the creative juices are flowing for our own stuff. But Scott was like, "Hey, this guy messaged," and and uh, um, it's funny because I I am I do prefer real life, but. Um, but here we are connecting all over the world. He's like, this guy from, from Georgia wants to sing a song with you. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I have to hear the song first because I will not say yes unless it's like a song that vibes with me. And then luckily it was, you know, a sweet love song. <laughs> and my, of course, my harmonies and my, um, my where I'm at right now. You know, it felt really, it felt really great just to like put some positive, um, beautiful love into, into, uh, you know, collaborating in this way. And of course we joked, we're like, oh boy, Lior's singing with another man about being somebody's bride. You know, how hilarious is that? But, um, but no, it was good. It was great. And it, and it turned out to be, you know, I, it, it's nice when things kind of just, flow and 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 our easy yeses you know and it's like okay we were actually traveling at the time so um <laughs> we were like yeah we can get it to you but not till the end of the month because we were driving our camper from the prairies through the rocky mountains to the west coast which um you know, for a regular person not hauling a 32 foot camper is about a week's drive or you know you could do it in less but you would would want to stop along the way and uh, it was pretty it was pretty stressful and intense um so we finally stopped somewhere where we could get out all the music gear and and lay down the track and and had some had some real fun with it yeah so i think from i guess trying to talk more about like self-reliance and music and people like being independent and things like that i have met a lot of people that are just being more self-reliant in other aspects of their life and what you and Scott are doing is so cool like that's wild like I it's so cool that you did a free birth this doesn't really have anything to do about music but like how was that experience for you I'm that's that's so cool I'm I'm so impressed well I had two home births before so it was a pretty natural transition um, and you know, the way the world is right now, we just kind of thought, let's just do it in our own energy, surrounded by the trees. And, and it was, per it was a party. It was perfect. It was so fun. Our boys were there and I roared her out at 4.30 in the morning, tiny cabin in the woods. And, um, 
Yeah. And we're on this adventure, um, actually, because I, I've never admitted this, you know, on a, on a social media platform exactly, but it's, um, it's much easier to give birth completely unattended in the woods than it is to prove that you've done it to the government so that you can get a birth certificate or a passport or things like that. So we're in Canada at the moment on Salt Spring Island, sort of because of that, because we're sort of waiting to see to um, it's in the process and it's all going to work out. Um, but uh, we, we're not traveling until we, you know, have papers for the little ones. So, so we're like, okay, where can we go in Canada in the winter where, um, we weren't ready to set down roots yet anywhere. So where can we go right now to just keep our, our recording going and our creative flow going and, and still maybe enjoy ourselves and survive. (laughs) (laughs) I hate to use that word exactly, but that sounds, I don't know. So self-reliance to the max for sure. Like like... self-responsibility to the max. Um, I would say I live on the edge of my comfort zone 24 seven at the moment. (laughs) Um, But I also feel pretty alive. So, yeah. That's very good. And is that the island where y'all shot your parts of the other, for the bride music video? Are you in the same spot, same lo- general location? Totally. So these trees. So yeah, so then, so we, we got the recording done and that was kind of like a magnificent feat in itself just to like get Gene, his track, like by Halloween, or I think we were a couple days late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was all good. And, yeah. and I saw you post some pictures, <laughs> you're, you have your little... We got caught in a blizzard, but we can do it. We'll make it happen, you know. Um, and then he was like, well, how about being part of the music video? And I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> and then he was like, well, it can be in nature. I was like, okay, okay, we can do this. Um, so, yeah, this is the island and all these beautiful trees. And uh, we shot it up the road. We found a beautiful, you know, spot that... I couldn't find exactly the forest that you shot yours in. <laughs> well, I, I, looks- I was in uh, Athens, Georgia, and not on the right. Pacific coast of Canada. So, but right. you did a pretty so good job. It matched. You know, it's like well. well, it's a little darker green, but you know, it's beautiful and nice, and kind of sets the vibe well. And uh, we got to the walk. It was it was um, right when we first arrived, actually, and it was after snow, and it was cold. Like it was it was hovering around zero. And uh, so I was there, you know, in my, like, fully bundled up <laughs> and then uh, had my stuff underneath. And, and we basically just, like, ripped off the jackets, put on my, you know, took off my Blundstone boots. <laughs> and, you know, may, I guess my 15 years as an actress, that's how Scott and I met doing um, theater, live theater helped but it was cold so uh, things you do for art that's for you gene that was my. <laughs> well, i'm so i'm so grateful and you would have never have known it was freezing that you shot that in the middle of january because you know yeah you didn't you weren't shivering i didn't see any breath anything it was pretty yeah. yeah we we went at like the warmest time of the day and we had like a two-day window where it was you know five degrees or something like that celsius i'm not sure what that is Fahrenheit but it's it's hovering around zero it's hovering around freezing 
and uh, yeah, we just did it and knocked her out. And actually, it felt really good. It was rejuvenating. You know, the boys kept saying like Wim Hof style. You know? <laughs> just um, just that cold therapy. So it was oh good. yeah, that is supposed to be good for you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Jean, did you like direct that video, or did y'all have anyone else helping with it? So uh, my wife and I usually shoot most of our music videos, unless it's something that um, I just, you know, use like found footage. Like I did a video for a song called New World Order, which is one of our other popular songs. It's very different than Bride uh, <laughs> on the whole other end of the spectrum. Um, but usually if there's anything that where I'm shooting it from scratch, me and my wife collaborate on that, uh, especially when I have to be in front of the camera, she is Axe's videographer. And it, it's just this really fun thing that we've been doing um, for years now. We've done multiple videos together, another one called California Come Home, one called City of Ghosts that kind of plays like a short film. And um, anyway, so yeah, we just went out and my wife sh shot my performances and uh, then I cut that together with some stock footage and I sent it over to Scott and Leora. And I was like, hey, this is kind of where the vi video is right now. I'd really like Leora in it. Um, like I, I had a whole section of like just stock footage of like some lady dressed as a bride for over the duet part. And, you know, that I replaced that one. Leora sent me her performances. But yeah, it was just just a really fun, beautiful way to collaborate and be able to do it over such a distance. You know, it's it's the best of what I think the Internet can can give us, can allow us to do actually connect us the thing the thing that it promised to do you know and what social media the promise of it connect with all these people unite people across the world instead it's just had the opposite effect of putting us in these little like echo chambers these little bubbles um and and I, you know it's just beautiful to be able to break out of that and use art as a way to do that yeah, yeah and, half of, and half of that and half of that is just like the right invitation and then accepting the invitation and actually following through because isn't that the hard, sometimes the hardest part these days is just like, oh, I've got this invitation. Am I up for it? Am I up for following, you know, actually following through with something that's different or new or, you know, and <clears throat> is it going to be good enough? Like, or is it going to be the right fit or is it going to align with, you know, there's so many factors, right? And half of it is just... Well, it's, I've been thinking a lot about that, actually. Half of it is sort of having the discernment to choose the right, the right projects and the right things and to put, put a song called New World Order and then a song called Bride Out and, and that being okay, you know? And also ha being open enough to, to say yes to some projects that, you know, um, you may or may not have thought of yourself or you know new things and and being and being open to like you say the internet doing some good um which i think it is capable capable of but i think it's also having that discernment right mm -hmm. another reason i was excited to talk to both of you is because um obviously i've talked to gene a lot more than leora but um you guys just both seem like the nicest people that I've met that are even like either adjacent to the medical freedom movement or just like in it. And I was curious how, um, I think what's really important is like to get over the division and to kind of maybe jump into spaces where someone might be hostile towards you, but just try to like calmly like stand your ground as it were. And um, just, I guess, try to be like a good, 
example of um, like freedom. I was curious, like if y'all have like any advice or how that's been going for you, because for me personally, I have been kind of like dipping my toes in lately back into like indie spaces where I know at least based on their like social media presence that we would be at odds based on like our thoughts on what's happening now. Um, but I think there's a lot of bravery that's needed. Um, and I think like what y'all are doing is just by like keep going is like one of the most important things. Like I think a lot of people have been discouraged and just kind of just stopped creating art because of how difficult and divisive everything has come to be. Um, so yeah, I was just curious if y'all had any advice or any experiences that you think might be helpful to share? I mean, I've got lots to say on the subject, but <laughs> I, I love to I'd hear it. To, okay. <laughs> um, I mean, where to even start, but so it, I, for me, it has to do with like, um, you know, Scott has been very vocal in, 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 um, in, what, what do you want to call it? The good fight? <laughs> I, I don't know what you want to call it. In in just standing up for his family, just, just standing up for basic human <laughs> rights, just, civil just liberties, basic human dignity. What right? What's right? What's wrong? I mm -hmm. have very strong opinions on all of this, and none of which I really actually feel like I need to share in this moment. And I'm sure you can guess what they are. And 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 and. And the words that come out of my mouth often are very blunt <laughs> on the subject, but but I also um, I also just am a gentle, loving, beautiful person, and so um, I find the balance really lies in I have my views, and I follow through um, with my values by um, being a loving person <laughs> and by raising my kids and, and, and teaching them to, to, to keep their eyes open and to look around and to, to notice what feels true in their bodies. And, um, you know, it's been a challenge. It's a challenge to have little tiny people and, and to take them to places where they only see, you know, eyes sometimes and to take them to places where people act out of fear and um, um, and the and and I'm also the kind of person that for some reason just being myself can sometimes make people feel uncomfortable or that I'm doing something dangerous just from just from these choices that I feel are so natural <laughs> and coming from a place of love right and so how do I reconcile that in the world I, I guess like you say you just keep going and and for me a big part of it is just the only way that I have found to be um that works for me to stay healthy in my body and soul and mind is to just lead by example and and not and not sign up for the fight and not sign up and there and 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 that's not saying the fight isn't worth it and the fight isn't worthwhile it's just like we all have our our part to play in that and some people you know my good friends that are 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 you know up front in different ways because those are their gifts 
and those are their personalities, you know, and my, and my, and my gift, and I think Scott's too, and, and a lot of us artists is to, is to, is to just create the life that we think is possible and to show by example. And, and, it, and, and it, sometimes it's really hard and it feels really impossible and it feels harder than, than, than the fight, you know, because it's like, how do we stay calm through this all? And how do we, how do we, oh, God forbid, even enjoy ourselves through this all and find some moments where we can just laugh and play and, and make delicious food together and feel gratitude and you know all of it so just remembering that like yes it's hard and yes we're all going through it and yes there are people making very to me strange choices um you know for their bodies and 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 assumptions and making really you know such big assumptions and and just remembering that um you know we're all under certain spells and we're all under certain programs and and all i can do is work on myself really that's where i'm at at the moment anyways <laughs> maybe i'll change my mind next time we talk <laughs> no i like that that's very um that's what I try to be. I think that's what a lot of people are trying to be, just to be like very like good, like not fighting evil with and, evil. And that's not to say that, you know, the songs that we're putting out might sound like a fight to some people. You know, we're recording our album right now and um, and the language is such that, you know, we always try to frame things with some hope and light, but I'm not, we're not backing down from, you know, facing those shadows. So um, that's a good choice of words because, you know, the new Faithless Town album is entitled Into the Light. There you go. I love that. There you go. Out that's of the strange. shadows, into the light. Yeah. This is yeah, the special uh, limited edition CD. I'll have to I send one it. of these to y'all. Please um, do. <laughs> so yeah, this is, you know, this is volume two, which the EP, I know it's like, is going to come out uh, on yeah. April 14th. But the first track on that is Bride. And then there's like another four songs. And then the other half is the, uh, you know, volume one that we put out last year. That oh, was so much awesome. more political. And you, you've got a CD player? In our camper. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. I'm mailing you one. So you put yeah. out the first one last year and then you're doing the second one now. I think that's great. Exactly. And then compiled them both into this one, you know, because I envisioned it as an LP is kind of like side A and side B. Yeah. Um, but, you know, for financial constraints and just also like where I was, you know, what was going on over the past couple of years? Like I, I wanted to do like the big rock protest songs. Yeah. And then now I could kind of focus on like the side two is the more introspective, more personal, you know, the songs like Bride, which is, you know, an, a testament about love and marriage. Um, so yeah, you can pre-order this now at faithlesstown.com. <laughs> it's yours today. It's so cool because like, what's time anyways, right? If it, you know, things come out, same with our album, which we, is yet untitled, but we're thinking it might be called Love in a Hurricane. <laughs> um, I wrote a song in Mexico called Making Love in a Hurricane and it's, um, 
it's vulnerable and sweet and powerful all at once and it, it feels like a good title for an album but again like we thought maybe it would come out last year and with this Ola Ola single that's that's going to be our probably our first single or maybe second <laughs> and uh but it took an extra year because you know life and and that's okay so you guys record everything in your camper we do that's yeah. so cool. Yeah, our first two albums we did in a in a beautiful studio in Vancouver with our with a producer Tom Dobransky, who's just fabulous, and and Vancouver musicians. And this time around, you know, circumstances are different. And uh, and Scott, he's he's <clears throat> come here. <laughs> he's so talented. He's just walking the baby. She's asleep. Oh, she's asleep. <laughs> You can just have a, you know, he's a, he has such a great ear and he plays so many instruments and, um, and we, over the years have required, you know, acquired different microphones and, um, and part of our gift is that we, 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 we sing well together live. So doing takes and stuff, luckily <laughs> is well, if we can get all three kids to be quiet at the same time, <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. So, um, yeah, so we're doing all, we we have all the bed tracks done, almost done, um, in the camper. And um, we're going to see how vocals go in the next two weeks. And if not, this island is incredible. There are so many artists here. Um, and there's so many, like, famous artists just like plopped in different you know <laughs> it's a very magical place this island is on a bed of quartz and the creativity here is just wild like there's you just you just throw a stick and you can find a creative person um, um, so we may we may do vocals at uh, we've already connected with like three people who have studios <laughs> wow. we, we may end up doing vocals if if uh, he overdubs if if we need the children, you know, in the in a separate. <laughs> you did you did the vocals for Bride. You did your part in your camper, right? I did. I yeah. did. Yeah, and I love that picture of you. You shared it as an Instagram story, and then I, I really <laughs> yeah. posted it. But of like, she's got the baby like right here, the newborn, while she's singing in front of the mic. Yeah, so it just kind of worked out that way. She needed a cuddle, beautiful. and I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna sing it out and see what happens." And it actually, it turned out the take turned out great and we were like okay this, this is it i'm glad i took that picture because sometimes i forget to do that but yeah it's magical you have yeah. that, that new baby energy is on the track that's, it's full funny, of love I, I love that you think that's magical because i was standing there kind of just like you know in in my baby wearing clothes and i and i actually joked to scott i was like well i'm not in nashville and i'm not wearing my eyeliner you know but um but it was a great take so that's what matters right <laughs> exactly gene going briefly back to being nice to people that are assholes um i think you <laughs> you told me some stories about um i guess just inquiring at venues um if you don't mind me sharing about like their their restrictions and things like that and then just being really upfront asking someone why they're doing that um which i think is a really like just calmly trying to get people to maybe think more about what they're doing um is very brave i think have you been able to like persuade anyone to like change their policies uh so most of the places that had discriminatory policies in place either you know 
proof of jab, proof of tests, uh, masks. They've they've all dropped them. Everyone in in Georgia that I know of. Um, I'm here in Athens, and Athens was like citywide. Every venue embraced it. So um, you know, I lived here. I moved here in 2020. I kind of probably when Lior and Scott were fleeing to Mexico, I was fleeing from Los Angeles to Georgia. Okay. Because uh, I was like, I got to get out of here. This is either, you know, the deadliest thing ever. And, I'm you know, it's the walking dead or this is, you know, the authoritarian New World Order takeover. And either way, I don't want to be in L.A. for it. <laughs> uh, so I was in Athens for years before really playing a show. We would just play like uh, breweries on the outskirts, like out in the sticks, because those were the places that were you know, pushing and, and making those demands of people to come see a show. Um, and we had one show that we pulled out of because after we booked it, then the venue had announced like all these requirements. And, you know, we, we touched on it earlier where music should be about uniting people and it should be making, it should be about provoking thought and, and connecting people. Uh, and that's one of the things that makes us human is, uh, you know, concerts and worship service and weddings and, you know, dinners and, so much of what it means to be human has been under attack over the past three years. Everything has been to divide us and to force us into isolation and break those bonds of of human connection. That's and exactly true. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's nice now that, you know, all these these venues have uh, abandoned those those requirements. What I would love to see, I would love to see one of these businesses apologize I would like somebody to say, hey, you know, for a couple of years there, we were discriminating against people based upon their personal medical choices. And it turns out a lot of the stuff that we were believing turned out to be kind of bogus. Uh, but, but regardless, we shouldn't have done that. And we're sorry. And we're sorry if we treated anybody unkindly or treated anybody. Um, sorry that we supported segregation in any way. You know, that would be nice. Some accountability would be nice. Like it's nice that it's done and, and those those requirements aren't still current. But I think the only way we can really heal and move on from this is we, ha- we can't just brush it under the rug. Like we have to acknowledge what happened and it was messed up. In Canada, and, I would say that that's it's not all done hmm. in, in terms of like some um, more of the... Um, you know, mask protocols and things like that at certain places and, and festivals and things like that. Um, if, if that is of interest to you. Um, and, and I would say it went even further, it goes even further too, because it's not just the music venues. It's like the music schools, mm. you know, in 2020, I was teaching voice in my, in my home studio. And um, I was the only person that I know of that, um, was just like, nope, this is going to be a choice thing. And um, anybody that had a problem with that just stopped coming for voice lessons. And I would say that was about 1% of my students. And, uh, and because let, let's think about that. Why would we continue to, I mean, why would I continue to teach children how to empower themselves through singing and using their voice and also have them cover their faces Mm -hmm. in the name of something that you know has no has no what's the word Scotty you're better at this than me (laughs) 
well, you know what I'm saying. You know? No basis no in reason. science or reason. <laughs> yeah, no, anything. I mean, like, I'll say you all, it. You all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and so that's hard for me to even speak to still. Um, you know, as somebody who, who's been on the edge, you know, of, of, uh, I'm just always, just always believing that, you know, it's blown my mind that people who, who, um, who label themselves as pro-choice, um, <laughs> used these things as exceptions. I, I just, I, I, that one's been, that one's been hard to reconcile in my mind. And I, and I see it, I see it for what it is, you know, um, as just, you know, under a spell or, or whatever, whatever you want to call it. But, um, it was not something that I was ever going to, I, I would never ask my own children to cover their faces. And I would never ask somebody else's child either. And so, yes, you know, uh, of course, you know, apologies would be great. And for people to see their ways and there's always an excuse of oh, I was, I was following orders or I wanted to keep my job or, or this or that. And I just hope people forgive themselves too, more than anything, because, you know, we're, we're going to be okay. Those of us who feel good about our choices and feel that we, we stayed in our integrity and 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 continue, and continue to do so and not only that um are open to just being wrong or or learning if we learn something new to change our ways so that we can be better and i think that's 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 a huge part of it too right it's like there's there there's there are so many levels to all of this and and our existence and our way of being in community and just us as humans, there's so many levels. Uh, it's like um, just staying like actually open-minded, you know, it's tricky. It's really, it's, 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 it's a challenge. It's a challenge. The, the thing that I think is the worst about all this is the children, especially like young musicians or young people trying to like play in bands. I think about when I was younger going to like, like shows at the church and stuff like that. And I just feel like that sort of stuff is even, there's just going to be like a ripple effect. It's all going to be stunted, especially if, um, you know, people aren't sending their kids to to lessons as much and things like that. And um, the thing that made me the most sad, like during lockdowns in New York was like, I, I never wore a mask when I was outside and babies would like, they would be so happy when they saw me smile at them because they never, and I felt like really creepy for just like smiling at random babies, but like, you could tell that they're like looking, they're just constantly looking at faces trying to get someone to smile at them and no one does. And they would just be so happy whenever anyone smiled back at them. And it's just like, this is gonna, this is just, yeah. It, I do hope that people <laughs> forgive themselves for doing this because like the guilt that I feel like everyone's gonna feel once they realize is gonna manifest in some other <laughs> terrible way. <laughs> I mean, it already has, right? It, it's instantaneous, it's in our bodies. Our bodies know, you know, and um, and children are so wise. Like they are gonna smile at you if they see a face. That's how they learn emotional intelligence. That's how they learn if they're safe or if they're not safe is by whether I'm smiling at them with love or whether I'm giving them like a horrible face, you know. <laughs> and uh, and you know, uh, sensitive musicians are not much different. <laughs> <laughs> so we deserve to play in spaces where we feel welcome and and um and audiences deserve that too 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, yeah, it's really been sad. It's, it's been disheartening to see how few artists have spoken out. Um, I mean, there, there's plenty of us, I, but you know, there's very few of the very big level, you know, artists or people that have been around for, for decades, you know, they're with the exception of like Van Morrison and yeah. uh, Eric Clapton, there's very few and quite the opposite. They've, they've become, they've just been like, you know, shills for the pharmaceutical companies and promoting all the authoritarian government, government policies. Um, so that, that's really gross to see. And it, it's like when you see them, you see John Legend or any of these people doing like a, a Pfizer commercial. It's like you literally just watching somebody sell their soul in real time. It's so Yeah, sad. it's stepping for sure. Uh, it's disappointing. I mean, Scott and I, you know, we're, we, we were in a full, full artistic community as well, you know, with theater and music and all of it. And, and we just assumed these are creative people. They're going to think outside the box. They're going to see this for what it is. And it was not so. And, and, and not all across the board. You know, there, there's... Um, because people are good people and they're trying to do the right thing. And, 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 and if, you, if you don't have the sense of, of groundedness and of who you are, and um, just like anybody else, you know, and the entertainment... Um, industry the music industry is you know it wears you down it, it can it, it can it uh, I can see it now two years later why, why it in the moment it was it was a huge disillusionment but I can see now how um, artists fell from, what am I trying to say you know fell to, to the fear just like everybody else you know um, well i think it started with the cancel culture and that, right. that that whole movement um proceeding coming you know right before COVID, where people are just afraid if something they said surfaced from years previous or some you know um some joke something that could be uh, could offend somebody and it could ruin their career so i, I think it like started people started self-censoring and kind of i got i just got to toe the line and um you know i say screw that man you know for me it's like you got to be true to yourself you got to be true to your principles it doesn't matter what the prevailing narrative is and rock and roll and music rock and roll is supposed to be rebellious you know i can't i literally i went to a punk show this weekend and i'm talking to the singer of one of the uh, one of the punk bands that played uh, after their set and she's telling me you know we're talking about the various venues we've played and she starts telling me about um you know i mentioned this one venue that we've played a bunch throughout the years and she's like oh yeah i, I won't play there i boycott that place because they they booked um they had an insurrectionist play there <laughs> and i was like uh, was it me <laughs> first of all wasn't me uh and second of all, I'm like, you're in a punk band and you're like boycotting because there's an insurrectionist that played. You don't even remember remember their name. So it's like you only want like pro-government people to play venues. <laughs> like that's how punk you are. I mean, it, it's just we're living in this inverse world. You know, it's just peak clown world where up is down and down is up. And um, absolutely. Yeah. You know, Scott playing at Anarchapulco last year in, in Mexico and you just mention, you know, the word anarchy and, and people are so like, oh my God, you know, it's like, 
it's it's a conference where people are talking about sustainable living and you know crypto and other ways of 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 you know of of being just more self sustainable you know it's not it's not something that's like so dangerous <laughs> not to me anyways and and we 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 often laugh actually we often laugh that um our path is you know as a family as a man and a wife with children just like that's somehow dangerous i don't know it's very it's very fascinating to be walking right now on a path that feels so natural and just um not dangerous <laughs> to be seen that way you know it is one of the most rebellious things you can do i mean I, you I, know even when we were putting out bride i was thinking like yeah it's not new world order or new world order it's not live free or do not comply uh, like these other songs we've done, but it's like it's a song like about love. You're using the word bride. Yeah, bride <laughs> about love between a man and a woman, and about a monogamous uh, relationship in marriage, and and these are all things that are under attack. And it, it's just so wild because I I would have considered myself on the left my whole life, you know. I, and I, I'm politically homeless, and but I've taken those like political compass tests. It tells me I'm a left wing libertarian. Mm -hmm. whatever for whatever that's worth uh but it's yeah it's just so you know you just see all these uh all these foundational things of western society of western civilization things that have have kept thing the whole apparatus together for uh centuries now under attack um and it, it seems to me like a very you know concerted uh effort very coordinated effort and yeah, one of those is is just marriage, settling down, uh, procreating. All those things that people are told, oh, there's you know we're overpopulated. You shouldn't have kids. Oh, you should play the field and use all the whatever stupid dating app there is. Don't just you know put a ring on it and settle down and make a life with someone. All those things are under attack. So yeah, you we are. have a whole lot of lost souls with empty hearts and wombs, and um, you know we're gonna we're gonna. We're not at the end and so that's you know and 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 so in that sense it's like okay you know, buckle up for the ride have some you know try to make some good memories while we're at it because we're not at the end so make, make some love in a hurricane make some love in a hurricane baby <laughs> yep that's right <laughs> yeah well this is very wholesome and good advice I like Except making love in a hurricane. I don't advocate for that. But. Oh, we did it. It's, it's already happened. It's in a song. <laughs> I'm sorry. Safe. Um, well, that was all of my questions. Is there anything that y'all have a burning desire to, to discuss? I would say I'm excited for you, Jean, for your new album coming out. And I hope that it goes really well. And... Um, since I don't get out much, I'm excited for our new album to come out. And I think that it's um, it's meant to reach far and wide because it's some it's some going to be some really beautiful um, medicine for the world and some groovy tunes and some great harmonies. And uh, yeah, we just can't wait. <laughs> some days we don't get anything done because we're just, you know, hanging out with our kids and making sure everybody's, you know, emotionally stable and out had, you know, 
their time in the trees. Um, but uh, it's good. It's good to be making music. And um, and thank you for for chatting with us. And and it's really nice to know that there's other people out there that you know that are doing it. Yeah, I mean, I I just think music is so healing and I didn't realize that until like the past few years. And so I'm just very um, appreciative that y'all are still making music. Um, and um, yeah, I'm happy that you guys were willing to talk to me about it. Do you want to say how people can find you on the internet? Yeah. And first I want to say, I'm very excited for uh winsome cons new album to come out. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, and, uh, the new faithless town EP is going to be out on April 14th into the light volume two it starts with bride bride was the, the lead single off of it we've got another single coming out this week which is tears rolling down it's a collaboration with a, another amazing musician my friend singer songwriter jude roberts um who just put out a great song called uh fall on your sword dr fauci should check that out. <laughs> uh, i think it's gone viral um but yeah uh thank you camilla Camilla for having us on. It's really been a pleasure. You can find my work at faithlesstown.com and at faithlesstown on everything, you know, YouTube, Rumble, Twitter, Instagram, all those things for as long as they'll allow us to be on there. Yeah, and same with us. We're we're around. We're we're everywhere. You type our name and you'll find us. And um um if you go to SoundCloud we also have, um, just I was thinking for you, Camelia, just with what your, where your body's at. We have this um, unreleased music that I've also been doing on the side, which is um, uh, commissions for specific, mostly kids, and for specific people called Keep Songs. And um, it's been a really beautiful way to just keep my soul in a good place, is just writing these, these songs. And we have over a dozen, I think a dozen now on, on that playlist. Um, and our, our album's going to come out, I don't know, when you think, Scotty? <laughs> this summer. It's going to, it's happening. It's going to come out. Oh, excellent. It's going to be, it's going to be here this year. And um, hopefully we'll get out and uh, shoot some more videos while we're in this beautiful place. Um, when I'm not freezing and wearing my mittens. <laughs> It's going to warm up soon. We saw some flowers coming up from beneath the snow. So it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be hopefully soon. Yeah. Oh, well, that's wonderful. I am looking forward very much to both of y'all's new music. And I guess have a, have a lovely rest of your day. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's great to uh, chat, Jean. It's nice to, nice yeah, it's to see, great to see you face to face, Laura, and uh, say hi to Scott for me. And if you you ever find your way in the States, let's do a show together. Let's make that That's, happen. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. <laughs> awesome. Sounds good. All right, everybody. Thanks Bye. for having us. Thank you, Emilio. Bye.